You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. On the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream... This is AfterBuzz TV for Desperate Housewives. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Desperate Housewives news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues... It's AfterBuzz TV for Desperate Housewives. Why are you giggling? I don't know. I don't know. Welcome, everybody. It's another week of Desperate Housewives. It's our ninth episode of the eighth and final season of the show. Girls, it's lovely to see you. Roxy Stryer, Sarah Stratton, hello, and Derek Shore. Sarah, where's your coat? Um, Seriously, it's December, and okay. even Los Angeles gets cold. Where is your coat? I was born in California. I was raised in California. I don't understand wind. I just don't understand that it makes things so much colder. So you've experienced some crazy winds then these last few days. In fact, Eva Longoria was on this flight the other day tweeting about how her her flight was so bumpy that they almost had to be diverted from That's LAX. That's scary. I don't want anything to happen to her. <laughs> That's so sweet. You should tweet that at her. In fact, I was on a flight uh, to San Francisco with my boyfriend on Thursday. It was his birthday. And we took off, and the plane was like wings, left, right, left, right. He was totally asleep next to me. No big deal. No, I'm a big fan of turbulence, actually. Like, I like it. I enjoy it. I don't know why. I think it's fun. Because you were born in California. (laughs) Turbulence, cold weather, tank top, Sarah. I know. Earthquakes? These things just <laughs> Yeah. I've been through earthquakes. I've slept through Are you a fan? <laughs> I've slept through a hurricane, too. Oh, so predictable. You're so adventurous. There well, we go. was tonight's episode of Desperate Housewives adventurous enough for you? Or it was, was it predictable and formulaic as I feel like this show sometimes is? I don't know. The season is kind of disappointing me um, just because I realized when you said it's the ninth episode and I was like, oh my gosh, it feels like this, this season has been so much longer than that. I feel like that's kind of a bad thing because it's like I feel like it should be like closing up. And well, it's but not maybe that it's also in. a sign that so many things have happened this season. So it feels like it's, True. it's longer. But I just have to say. How many people are going to be killed getting hit by cars in this series? I was going to say, I think we're very lucky that this is the final season uh, in terms of we anything they do now, they don't have to be scared that they're saving something for later. It's like, okay, how many more car accidents are we going to see? Clearly that was it. So that's the answer, you know? You know what? I wouldn't be so sure, though. They still have how many episodes know, left until the final, true. final episode? I, Can't they think of another way to kill someone besides having them hit by a car? Suicide and car accidents. Oh, uh, and we've been following tw- uh, Twitter. Uh, Erica Don Diva says, I swear, everyone on Desperate Housewives solves their problems by running their enemies over. Exactly. It's so ridiculous. Thank you for tweeting that. Who tweeted that? 
Uh, that's Erica, Erica Don Diva. Awesome, Erica. Thanks for tweeting that at us. It's so true. And you always see this like speeding getaway car that's sort of like mysteriously dark. And you, you know, next episode could be of course, anyone. Could be anyone. Who do you think it might be, Sarah? I know we're not into predictions yet, but um, it, it initially I think we kind of have to address our options first. Okay, who I are mean, our options? You've got Bree. We see her leave in a car. Right. You've also, I mean, I want to know what happened to Renee. Because Renee watched Bree leave. Right. And she kind of looked like she was going to go after her, but who knows. And then you have Carlos, but he's put in rehab, so is he out of rehab? Could he have done it? And then Mike, who obviously doesn't like him. Right. They have a lot of options and a lot of people who have complete reason to want to kill this guy. And I, part of me wants to say it's Bree. But I think that they want someone else to be a murderer. It was kind of weird for me when I was watching. I was like, I, I didn't have that thought in my mind. Oh, who was it? I assumed it was Bray. And oh. now you guys are asking me, and maybe that's too obvious. But she was the only one who was out. We saw where everybody else was. We saw everybody else's alibi. I think it's more the police figuring out who it was. But also, why would Bree even know where that, he was? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we see her, I, I think it yeah. might be a little too predictable right. that we see her sort of looking drunk. Renee sees her get into the car and drive away. The next thing we see is Chuck on the ground. Which, by the way, I'm so glad he's just finally gone because he turned into There's a There's no way douche. he's alive still, right? Well, dead. I don't know. In, in next week's tease, they said he was dead. They said he was dead. Yeah, okay. So, so who knows? I can't believe I used to think he was cute. He ended up being such a jerk. He, what the hell? That scene with Bree where he came back and was like, I want you to suffer. I mean, who says that? Yeah. And was like, think about if you'd said yes to marrying me, then where <laughs> would you be now? It's like, she's like, then I'd be married to an asshole. <laughs> exa- yeah, I'm sure she's really thinking, I wish I had married Chuck. Yeah. No I thanks. felt like the next line was, marry me and I'll make it go away. <laughs> like, yeah. Because was he was creepy. that desperate. Exactly, exactly. He is a desperate cop there should be a new show desperate cops i think desperate douches desperate, desperate douchebags douche oh, seriously yeah. oh my Roxy. god let's just, do it we just thought of something epic oh well you it know it could be a reality show though we could just find desperate douchebag oh we oh. could we could find so many people to put on this reality show yeah um so when this episode started tonight by the way tonight was kind of crazy i ran into fabio at costco in van nuys before coming to the studio side note bizarre i know um i love fabio he, he works out at my gym in hollywood golds the the episode starts and we see these women being brought into the police station by chuck Chuck is playing this smooth guy like, hey, girls, don't worry. It's just a casual chat. Blah, blah, blah. I'm your friend. Right. And Bree is noticeably absent from this. So he takes the women in one by one, questions Susan, questions Gabby, questions Lynette. And so far, the women seem a little shaken, but they seem to be sticking to their guns and holding their grounds and, and not changing their story. Despite the fact that their friendship is, like, falling apart. Susan was so awkward, though. She was like, um, uh, well, I don't know him. It was so obvious. But that's pretty typical Susan fashion, right? Yeah, of course. It definitely was typical, but as a cop, you've got to read right through that. Yeah. Of course you did. But at one point in the episode, though, wasn't Tom saying something like, if if they don't have a body, then that's it, right? Or maybe Mike was saying that. If there's mm-hmm. no body, then he can't really prosecute anyone, yeah. right? Yeah. I actually think it was, uh, who's that new cute neighbor that Renee sees? I think Ben was saying that. Maybe now, did we ever determine how he made that body go away? They buried he made Mike it. Mike do it. Yeah. He okay, Mike, Mike do it. hauled And the like, foundation of one of the houses. 
geez, all of these characters have so many different legal charges that could be pressed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between watching this in American Horror Story, I think I'm going to go home and make my dad dig up my house and see if there's a dead body underneath it because hiding bodies or, or the field, if you were ever out and, and digging in the dirt and just found a body, I think I would die right there. Oh, my God. It's interesting that your mind even goes there, Roxy, because... Wow. Okay. I mean, the, no things like that happen. No. Though, like you never no. like watch CSI no, like, and get in the car and you're like, someone around. All, like lock the door. How many right times away. have you checked under your bed after watching a scary movie? Because I like do the check and then the double check and then I run and jump under the bed. I guess I kind of look around in a little bit of a of a suspicious way. If anyone out there is feeling creeped out tonight by this episode, call our viewer line so you and Roxy can have a little chat about digging I mean, bodies like, up. I mean, we can have a sleepover if you want so I won't have to be scared. There's anyone under my bed or under my house. Sure, let's do it. Let's go for it. We'll protect you. <laughs> there have been a few times over the, the entire eight seasons of, of this series where we've seen the women's friendship on the rocks, right? But you always kind of know, obviously, they need to reconcile and move on because they're the desperate housewives. They've got to be friends. But in this episode, I thought it was really interesting when Brie went over, she baked whatever she made, took it over to Lynette's Cherry house. Scones. Cherry scones. I know that because it's I was delicious. like, damn, I want one. <laughs> I know. They sound so healthy. But if you go to Starbucks, they're like 900 calories. Um, so I don't suggest them for it a midnight true. snack. Starbucks cupcakes are way less than their scones and everything else it's bizarre isn't that weird that scones are just so, so fattening fat. and calorie laden I know it's so terrible good, so Lynette who is typically really level headed she really kind of gave it to Brie and said well you know what you're on your own sorry you're on your own we're all on our own I was a little surprised that she was so harsh especially considering the difficulty she's experiencing the pain she's experiencing in her life right now right That's it's really interesting to me though how it's Despite, like, they're all mad at Brie, but none of them are on, like, the side getting together. Like, yeah. normally when the lane's fighting, they, like, split up, split up into their little groups, yeah. and they're, like, paired up. And you are see, they like, getting the up on of... someone? Yeah, exactly. Not, they aren't mad at Brie. They are mad at Brie. Like, yeah, you know they're, like, mean? Individually, yeah. So it's, like, all the housewives, like, aren't hanging out. Like, none of them are friends. And part of me can't really figure that out. Like, why aren't Gabby and Lynette really friends? Like, Yeah, why is it so distant right now? It's so distant between everyone. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. And Oh, go ahead, Rocky. I think it was because each person was keeping a secret from the next person. So we saw that uh, Gabby and... Brie and Lynette kept something from Susan, and then Gabby and Brie kept something from Lynette, and then Brie kept something from Gabby. So it was like That's right. everybody was mad because they somebody like, was lying to them. Yeah, and in, the, in that last episode three weeks ago, um, before the break, we saw exactly that happen. Yeah. They were but then all how of, can they all be mad since they've all done it, except for Susan? I don't know. I think they're like, all just kind of stressed out and crabby. I mean, I would be too. You're an accessory to murder, and you think you're about to get caught. Plus, they're best friends, so they're probably all getting their periods at the exact same time. <laughs> that happens. This I know. Is, this is the underlying it truly does. problem of the show. I mean, that might be a little too much information, but that true. Do you have experience with this happening? I in mean, your life? More, more so probably with you because you live in the sorority house. But like, I hear about that. I mean, I have five girl roommates, and cycles run the same. What happens though when you live in a sorority house and you have a limited number of bathrooms? I mean, DJ Jesse, are you? Uh, <laughs> is this what we're talking about? No, I think this is really important and interesting for all of our male viewers out there, like myself, 
probably curious about how this works. You live in a sorority house. All the girls are going through their period at the same same time. I mean, you have like three bathrooms. It's kind of divided amongst friend groups. Like it's normally whoever you hang out with the most. Let's be honest. I know, but That's certainly you're going to be overlapping with other girls. I mean, are, don't you find yourself waiting in long well, lines? No, when you, I've when never you have waited your period, in line. You don't just sit in the bathroom the whole time, all day. I'm just going to sit here. Is that what happens? <laughs> no, you don't. I'm kidding. No, that's not what happens. Oh, gosh. All these things that you girls do that I, oh, I'm so glad I don't. Um, <laughs> and if in case anybody was listening right now, they're no longer. So I guess we could just stop talking about the shows. Are you, all three of our viewers have actually clicked the page closed. Amazing. But that's okay, because I love hearing your voices. So we can just talk <laughs> to each other talking. for the next half an hour, I don't know, and then we'll wrap up the show. That's perfect. perfect to me. The One of my favorite lines to go back to the girls feuding against each other is when they're sitting at the police station without Brie, of course, but Lynette, Gabby, and Brie, or, yeah. and uh, Susan are there. And they say, well, I don't know, should we get a lawyer? And Gabby says something like, maybe Susan could paint us a picture of one. <laughs> did anyone funny. else think that was funny? Yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty funny. Uh, especially because I mean, Susan won an idiot. If I was going to be mad at anybody right now, I'd be pissed at Susan. Like, you, what the hell? <laughs> I would agree. One of my favorite lines was when uh, Lynette was sitting in there and she said uh, she was staying so cool, and uh, Chuck turns to her and was like, what happened to keeping your cool after she smacks him? He was like, whatever happened to that? Just that scene in general is so intense. How awesome was that, though? When so she awesome. was like, well, you well, told me you to told pretend me, you weren't yeah, a cop. Exactly. You told me to pretend we were friends, whatever it was. And See, awesome. that's moments like that are so much more satisfying for me as a viewer. I went from this, like, little crush and adoration for Chuck and loving him and Brie together, but then figuring out what a douchebag he is, I loathe him so much that when Lynette slapped him, I was like, high five, Lynette. And yeah. at the end, when he gets hit by the car so suddenly on a cell phone, there's it, no that's, cared. Exactly. It's too yeah. easy to let off a villain I like wanted that them to find hitting. yeah blackmail against him or something instead of just killing him yeah, off. Yeah, it's so. too easy. It's like a quick, painless death. Yeah. Ooh, do I want to see him suffer? Yeah, I mean, I guess as a viewer, you want to feel yeah. satisfied that the douchebag got his day in court, uh, so to speak. And, you know, they could have dug up some uh, dirt on him, anything like that. I would rather see than, boom, he's dead. Okay, problem solved. It's like, America, if you want to solve your problems, just get in your car and kill somebody. I that know. is the solution. You know what's funny? When I watch the show, sometimes I think... <sighs> Oh, gosh, I hope people really, you know, like Bree, she's clearly drunk. She gets in her car and drives away. You know, she's got it the gun there. It makes it wherever she's and, going okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it works out. And you hear these stories about kids who uh, play video games and they're like, well, I thought violence was cool. So I kicked the crap out of my friend in class. It's shows like this that do that to people and manipulate them and it makes me scared especially when we see the end scene which we'll get to later um, when Mary Alice is talking so oh my gosh freaked me like, out yeah, freaked me out but before we got to that yeah. though and before Chuck got hit by the car what I love about Brie she has her faults I know but and I know I change my mind every five minutes about who's my favorite Brie is Awesome, because the fact that she would go to him and say, "You know what? Whatever you want to charge me with, whatever you think I did, just go for it, but leave my girlfriends alone." I love that. I think that's that's so yeah. honorable. Yeah. And 
makes me forgive her a bit for being drunk and jumping in her car. But and how sad was that scene with her and the girls that weren't her friends? Oh my gosh, it was so That was pathetic. crushing. It was mm-hmm. so pathetic. It was pathetic, but I also thought it was borderline overacted. Sarah, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, when you said, like, I forgive her for drinking, this episode really just made me forgive that whole part of her because I was like, she has no one. Her whole family, like doesn't talk to her or like her she's lost all of her friends she's been through like how many husbands and i'm just like how can she keep going and she's like trying to still stick up for her friends who won't talk to her yeah it really made me feel so sorry for her and i was like Mm -hmm. of course she's gonna fall back into this problem because she has no one to talk to yeah 100 percent. and that's what really hit home for me was when chuck turned to her and said you are so resilient. You, you, your husband dies. Your husband leaves you. Your son walks out, says a million things. You were an alcoholic, and you get back up, and yeah. you get back up. And it's so true about her. Every time she gets back up, and this is the time because she's had her friends. And he's like, that's why. And she says, take away my friends, and I have nothing. And that's what was like, yeah, what else is she going to do right now? What is she to do? And Chuck knew that. Chuck knew that yeah. by causing this rift he was driving that friendship further and further apart, further and further apart between Brie and her girlfriends. Right. And you're right. That's Without that, she feels, as we saw at the very end of this episode, so hopeless that the viewers led to believe she's going to find the same fate mm-hmm. as Mary Alice. Yeah. And I just want – I feel like they just – like her friends, if they just saw her take one drink, they'd like come rushing back or something. Oh, yeah. They'd like you know? strap her down and – you know, put her under 24-hour surveillance. I don't want her to have to go so far as to hurt herself for something to happen. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll see. I mean, there was the one shot in next week's uh, episode, the the tease that was shown at the end of last night's episode, showed there was a shot of Brie in it. But we couldn't quite figure out what that was. It was weird because it said, and everybody's a suspect. And then it does um, shots of the three girls together and then a shot of Brie separately, and it looked to me like she was still sitting at the table. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know whether that was a, a shot from this week. I don't know. But in our predictions, didn't we didn't we talk about a major character dying before the end of this year? Not the end of the season, but the end of this year. I thought there were some rumors. Did, did Jesse, there was a rumor. I don't remember what you're talking about, but I don't think it, it didn't tell us anything about who it was. But it talked about a major character, though, right? Chuck and it wasn't, wouldn't be a considered a major character. I don't no? think so. I don't think so. I, I, I would always assume that it would be like a Mike or a Carlos or yeah. someone like that who we sort of see here and there. And Although I would definitely... I think by the end of the year, it's the last season, one of them won't be there anymore. One of the women? Yeah. It just seems a little too early to kill off one of the yeah, women, Yeah, a little it? too early, I agree. Ooh, maybe it'll be Renee. I know. Yeah. Maybe they could kill off Renee by having someone drive a car down a really dark street in the middle of the night. How did you think no idea. that? Wow, um, that was brilliant. And then, bam, before you know it, the curls and the hair and, and the miniskirt, everything just goes flying and you see her, like, face down on the pavement. That's genius. And then we end the whole season, and they're not sure who killed her. Oh, my gosh. We wrote Desperate Housewives. That would be a first no, we'll, for we'll Desperate Housewives. No, we'll save that Housewives. for Desperate Douchebags. <laughs> okay? Keep I'm that telling in mind you, Desperate Douchebags, that is one of the best ideas I've had since tonight at Costco when I ran into Fabia. <laughs> 
And the what idea, was your idea? My, I was going to say, what was that idea? The idea was to buy an eight-pound bag of chocolate chips. Oh, you know what? I will make all of you Why? my holiday English toffee. I make holiday English toffee. Shut it. Every year. Oh. After Buzz TV oh my God, Jesse! I make English toffee, do you? <laughs> no. no, I do. It's the tradition. But I make chocolate cookies. Me too. Okay, Me too, baby. we've got to have a holiday After Buzz Bake Off. That would well, be we have cool. our holiday our party coffee? coming how up. How desperate housewife of us! Mine's a family secret recipe. Oh, mine is a secret something. <laughs> you just can't even. Yeah, the holiday party. I can't make it. Sarah Bareilles is performing this Friday in Hollywood. What? She's amazing. She is. Okay. Hit both spots. Oh, I gosh. saw her a couple months ago. Where? Where was she? She was in Santa Monica. Oh my gosh, I love her. I want to be friends with her. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Next week, I will be friends with her. By next Sunday at this time during the show, um, can we talk for a <laughs> okay. minute about Lynette? Okay, let's and talk Tom. about Lynette. Okay, so this yeah, was the... Yeah, we can talk about Lynette and Tom. <laughs> and evil what's-her-name Jane. Sorry, I don't like her at all. Oh, Jane. you know what? She, in, Jane, Jane is just innocent. She's what's wrong with Jane? Jane. Jane is not innocent. <laughs> She's the other woman, but... <laughs> she, she, she's she's the other woman. But Tom and Lynette were separated, and Lynette wanted Whatever. the separation again. Lynette is not the victim. But Jane is creeping in on Penny, and Jane is going is, to Paris, and, and Jane, Jane thinks she has a right to know Lynette's life and information. And you don't know my and, life. And Jane's been in you the don't picture. know my business. I just had crazy okay. deja vu. <laughs> but Jane, because. <laughs> I never did that before, just for the record. <laughs> that was not deja vu from my end. I think it was. I don't do that. You don't know my life. Oh my gosh. I forget that there are cameras here. Good thing no one's watching. Um, what were you going to say about Jane? Jane. No. She's, Jane's only been there for like two months, and she's acting as if she's married to Tom. She yeah. knows how to sew and make things in the and kitchen. She's a doctor. And she's a how doctor. does she have this much free time? I don't know, because she's really an actress in real life, and they just wrote it that way. <laughs> Who the F knows, Sarah? And they're going I to don't know. Wait, Are you playing devil's advocate, or do you like Jane? Listen, all I'm saying is that Lynette and Tom came to a mutual agreement where they would split. And if anyone was a little hesitant about that agreement, it was Tom. Lynette was the one who said, no, I'm sorry, we're not getting back together. Okay to feel bad for Lynette, fine. But Lynette is not, it's not like Tom started seeing Jane and then moved in on Lynette's territory. Well, I don't right? like Jane. Okay, fine. I don't like her either. I hate her style. I think she's hideous and they should have cast someone more pretty in that role. Yep. But. What was with her hair this episode? It was like greased down onto oh her face. Oh my gosh. It was like cross. taming the wildebeest it in Tanzania. It like Donald Trump's hair if it would be longer. <laughs> Hideousness. You know, th- we should do an After Buzz fashion type thing because I don't know much about fashion. Shocker, right? You look right? good. Sho- yeah, you look good every week. It's a brown v-neck that, sweater. It's so basic, guys. But it like kind of matches your glasses. So. Oh, these glasses. I do like these glasses because I can see with them. But I know nothing about and fashion. And trendy. You know it. You're trendy. But I know when something looks good, and I know when something does not look good. And she do- she is looking like the wolf man, Jane. <laughs> what, who is the wolf man, anyway? I, it just sounds appropriate. Doesn't she? Yeah, no. She looks like wolf man. <laughs> Listen, I love to hate her, too. I just don't think that her character is necessarily a bad person. And because she's dating Tom and, and, and wanting to make a good impression, of course she's going to try to do things for the kids. And, of course, she's going to try to help Penny with her homework or whatever. Yeah, I don't think... You don't I, think she's, like, moving in, like, super-duper fast? Because... 
She's only been there for so long. There are only so many episodes in this season, Sarah. It's got, it's got to go fast. But what about the kids? It's just so much. What for about them. the You're kids? You're too emotionally attached. Listen, right now. I was a Get child of divorce. I turned out really messed up. But that doesn't mean anyone will. Everyone will, right? Uh, the, ki- the kids will be fine. What about the kids? Eh. What People about magazine the kids? or Us or Weekly just ran a, a segment of celebrities who had divorced parents, and they were all, it was like it was like Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. <laughs> and things turned out fine, fine. And then no, I was yeah, kidding okay. about that. Oh my gosh! Who no. were the, who were the celebrities? And then, and then it, I only remember Nick the one Nolte. that was like um, adopted kids. They had that one too, and and they were all messed up too. No, there were there were a lot of great kids. <laughs> I feel like there were great kids. It was like Snooky. <laughs> Shut up. Would she really? She was adopted, and yeah, the parents must be so happy they did that. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll, I'll yes. cut out the article for you guys. Well, she turned out <laughs> fine. Did you read her book, by the way? No, no, no. I can't. I, I skimmed through. She talks all about the weenus. This part right here. Yeah, you can't feel it. I don't know. Remember, isn't that what it's supposed to be? You can't feel the weenus. I can feel mine. <laughs> I can't feel mine. Here. Gosh, we have gotten off topic on this show. No, no, you can't. Stop feel playing that. with your weenus, please. <laughs> Let's get back to the game. Our systems detect that a host <sighs> has wandered off the subject. Yes. Please return at once. And which host was that? Well, I guess it was. You know whose weenus I would love to touch? <laughs> Brian Austin Green. <laughs> I'm still obsessed. And you know what? What happened to the good old days when? Brie was happy and With still him. on uh, the wagon. Like, come on, Brie, get on the wagon. I know. It, you know, it actually was pretty crushing to see her go to the table with those drunk girls and invite herself to it. Again, I thought it was overacted. I thought Brie was kind of crazy. And how similar they made the women to, like, the women on the lane really bothered me. I know. The Latina girl and the blonde oh, girl yeah. who she kept calling Lynette. And it wouldn't have been overacted if it had been Susan or... Maybe or, or Gabby, Gabby, but the fact that it was Brie, it was such a stretch. Yeah, it was like that. But then again, she hadn't drank in a really long time. Well, but I also I didn't think she was acting drunk. I thought yeah, she was acting silly. Do you think these actors actually have a few drinks before playing drunk? Because I, I mean, I, I wonder am, about no, it all the time. I think I would have to have a few drinks. I think I would want to. Like tonight, can you guys tell I've had a few drinks? I, you seem kind of wasted to me. Mm. <laughs> I had just Diet Coke. Don't worry. There were no drinks. But when we see the episode progress, though, and we see Brie in that motel room, that is the heartbreak for me. That's when you see this veneer has cracked. You know, Brie, this perfect homemaker, has finally reached her breaking point. At the very end. How spooky was it to see Mary Alice sitting right there? When was oh, the last time goodness. we saw Mary Alice in, a, in In an episode? Yeah. Well, probably in a flashback. I mean, we see those flashbacks all the time, that gun scene that was the, the pilot episode yeah. of the series. Yeah, but I mean, this is crazy because we just it hear was... her voiceover all the time. We don't hear her voice and new words. Yeah, yeah. it was really weird to me. I was just like, whoa, it scared me. Well, I'm really <laughs> what hoping... Was that? Jesse? <laughs> Freaky. I can, I can hear DJ Jesse. What's going on? No, we just me. hear you whispering ghost like into into our uh, as into we're our talking ears. about ghosts. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, oh I, I don't know, know either. I, the, <laughs> the creepiest part about this for me, and this is what I was talking about when I was talking about the video game and everything like that, is when she says, "Do you remember the good?" Bree says, "Do you remember the good old days?" Uh, and are you happy? Yeah. And Mary Alice says, 
I'm not unhappy. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Perfectly written line. By the Instead way. of saying, yeah, I, I was so happy she didn't say, yes, I am. Right. Me, I'm not me too. unhappy. And that to me was like the most gut wrenching thing because. That's really creepy. I think Mary Please Alice don't is do here that. in the studio. Like, no, but seriously, it was the most gut wrenching thing because yeah. like, people watching the show who have thoughts of suicide, think about it, hearing that, it's like they're not looking to be happy. It's about looking to not feel pain anymore. Yeah. And that's. And that's You're not that. unhappy. You're not happy. You're dead. Yeah. You're dead. Oh, this is really, really. Yeah, it creeped me out, and I was like, yeah. It is so touchy to have, I mean, typically when suicide or depression is talked about or featured on this program, there's always a way of bringing the episode around. They they do a great job of talking about, as we've discussed before, difficult uh, topics, whether it's child molestation, uh, being gay, adopted children, failed marriages. They have a way of bringing humor into these conversations Mm -hmm. about really difficult things. The suicide thing and Brie in this dumpy motel and when the guy said, oh, and breakfast is whatever time in the morning and she said, I don't think I'll be here for breakfast. That kind of foreshadowing, that really, typically the show is all over the place but tonight was the first time I felt kind of uneasy. Maybe, I, I think maybe that was the point of it is how ugly suicide is. And it can be that it's not in the mo- that it's not pretty, and that it's not glamorous, and that it's not it's not something desirable. You can it's yeah. a- and and that it does exact that might be the point that it doesn't cause happiness. And here she is sitting with her bottle and her gun by herself in her motel room. It just you know what's horrible too is when she pulls out the bottle of wine. And then pulls out the gun. I was like, well, I hope you finish the bottle first. Like, don't let it go to waste. I actually thought that. And then a second <laughs> later, I was like, you know what? The, it's very, Hopefully not, because then maybe she'll be less inebriated. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's been very interesting to me, though. Wine. This whole time. Wine. And, you know, you think of adults and you think uh, people drinking wine. That's very social and casual. Not when you're downing bottles. And, you know, yeah. how many times have you seen somebody drink way too much wine, but it's okay because it's, it's just wine. wine. Whereas if it uh, were a glass of, like, scotch, scotch or whiskey. Yeah, then it's different. Interesting point. That's Which really is what interesting. I was looking at her thinking about the entire time and she, she hits the alcohol closet and she pours herself a glass of wine. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not as bad as if she – but that it is. It is. It's alcohol, you uh, know. If you're drinking an mm-hmm. entire bottle of bottle, wine, yeah. woof. I mean, that's enough to really mess well, you on up. On top of already being drunk, clearly. Yeah. So, you know. Wow. Well, perfect timing for the holidays. You know what I'm most excited about is that <laughs> we actually holiday. have an episode next week. Yeah. They're not taking a break. I'm glad we're going to be around next week. Yeah. Why don't we take a quick commercial break, and then we'll talk about some foreshadowing, and uh, we'll meet you in a minute. Perfect. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? I think for the rest of tonight's episode, we should try to do that accent. What was that accent? I never changed at the end. To something like this. That is a a Boston. That is not a Boston accent. He's from Boston. But dude, so are you. And so is she. (laughs) Right, but everyone thinks I'm from Canada. Wait. And she's been pronouncing Mary Ellis as Mary Alice all night. No, it's It's Mary Mary Alice. Alice. Oh, it is. I was like, you are so Boston. Mary (laughs) Alice. It's Mary Alice. That's epic. <laughs> no, it's really her name. But if it was Mary, Al- Mary Alice, I don't even know how to say the second one. Right. Mary Alice. 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 Mary Alice. You Bostonians. Well, um, we realized during the commercial break that Brie has been a huge time suck because she's the only character we've talked about this entire episode. We should talk about the fact that Lynette went to the airport to intercept Tom. We talked about his girlfriend. You hate Jane. Why was it so important that she tell him now? Because I I think it was because she got... um questioned that she thought she might actually be getting caught so she needs someone to look after her kids. Oh, but sh- couldn't she call her mom or something? I thought that was weird too. It seemed a l- little too like, convenient yeah. that Lynette keeps popping up. I mean, if I were what's her name Jane, I'd be pissed at Lynette too. Like stop showing up on my Parisian vacation. I well, I would be more pissed at Tom stop letting her. Yeah. Well, Tom, I mean, tried to hold and his I own. Mean- in, in the men's room, Tom was like, Lynette, I can't believe you're doing this. Not now. We're going to Paris. And it wasn't until she said, this is an emergency. I'm an accessory to murder. Yeah. I mean, that would mm-hmm. get your attention, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was right. I don't think that um, he had any reason to tell Jane about why he needed to stay. Yeah, I think so, too. And even when they were sitting in that lounge, by the way, when Tom was talking to Jane about, oh, and Lynette and I used to do this, you're seeing that veneer crack a little bit, too. I swear Tom and Lynette are going to get back together. Inevitable. Well, we've heard they are. I I think we've heard through the grapevine that Mm -hmm. they are. Okay, well, that seems pretty obvious, and I think this was sort of maybe a turning point for that. Let's talk about Susan for a minute, because I think... If I were in Susan's position and I had been accused of this crime or about to be accused of this crime, why the hell would you leave town to make it seem like you're guilty, right? I mean, if you're, her- And especially if you're just going away for a couple of weeks and coming back. Right. I think she's 100% convinced she's going to be caught no matter what she does, so she just wants to live her life until she's caught. Interesting. Well, also interesting, I thought that Mike was the unsupportive husband. He was like, I'm not going to New York. If you're going to go, you're going to go alone. What the hell was that? I think that is right, though. Like, Susan's the one pulling him, kind of pulled him into all of this. And now she's running away, and he's like, I want to stay here with my family where life is. Like, you can't just go off and be an artist and do everything you want. Like, you, this is our family. You can't just uplift us right now. And the fact that she's even still thinking about going or still packing after he says that. But she's experienced some success, even though the painting that she drew that was so popular um, was like a confession of the women's uh, murder. They 
drew in a lot of money. And for the first yeah. time in a long time, Susan is feeling like she's successful and she's good at something. They drew in a lot of money because the Desperate Housewives paid for them. Okay, I right. Mean, but but they would have sold anyway. And this art critic... Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah, they ended up buying them yeah, up. Gabby I and Bree that, wrote that, the check. I forgot that that's what, yeah. But that art critic, that little guy, Leslie Jordan, I forget mm-hmm. his yeah. character's name, Felix, I think, mm-hmm. he was saying, you know what, I think you're really talented. I want to represent you and take half of every painting you sell in New York City. You could be huge. So I feel like this is an opportunity for Susan. And Mike yeah. is not being, I mean plumber or whatever he has his career I'm not saying that is not a real career as it obviously is but this seems like a big opportunity for it hasn't Susan. been stable for him though because remember he had to go to Australia exactly. and come back yeah he Alaska. was out of work so you would think if there, there was ever a time yeah he went up to Alaska, Alaska you would think that if there was a time for them to sort of go for something this might be it yeah but he's not into it I don't know it just kind of bothered me where the line was or something about how she had nothing left there I get they were insinuating that her friends weren't there and that she fell off but her family's there her kids there like he has a life too and so does her husband like she's not the only person who matters like it bothered me that she wanted to leave so bad and wasn't even talking to him about it was just kind of like just packing and ready to go well I love Susan and I don't like Mike so we're moving on Um, (laughs) okay then (laughs) I'm kidding fine Gabby and Carlos so Carlos is in rehab this is great Gabby goes in in typical fashion this is great I love rehab (laughs) (laughs) well no it's great that he finally took the step to go into rehab we saw in the episode from a few weeks ago no, it's great. I mean, that's huge. I've had friends in rehab and actually getting to the point where they say, like, I have a problem. I'm doing this. Which one of the housewives went into rehab today? Did you guys hear that? One of the housewives oh, of, of Beverly Hills. The, the, oh, Beverly Hills? Yeah. Not, not the, the desperate Wait, Kim? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! It wasn't Kyle, right? No, it was Kim. No. It was oh, Kim. Okay. The blonde one. Um, oh, I don't. I don't watch the what? housewives. Couple, but, but between the two sisters, yeah. she's the bottom. Guys, this is the Desperate Housewives, not the real Housewives. I of just Beverly got confused Hills. for a second. Can okay? we get an off-topic <laughs> sound effect, please? No, I'm kidding. Stay with us, folks. <laughs> Things could break any minute now, but right now, uh, back to our regular program. Is that Kermit? How did we get Kermit to do a little cameo? I love this. The Muppet movie came out. Kermit was in studio. Oh my god! Get some VOs out there. Well, listen, I'm watching the clock. We got a minute left, so let's quickly talk about this. Gabby Carlos, she sneaks in, tries to flirt. After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) She tries to get in by flirting with the gay reception. He's like, dude, come on, male nurse, not happening, not getting in. But eventually, family counseling. Right. She sneaks in and pretends to console this other family. But eventually, Carlos. Vaporizes. He disappears and checks himself out for from yeah. rehab. So, I, what's, what's our going prediction? On? I, am, I think he was just coming home, but there maybe he hit. I don't know. He they don't know where he is. So, I just think that the reason for that was so that he could be a suspect. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I, agree. I I am not sure, and I don't know. Like Carlos has never been my favorite. I don't know how much I care about where he might be, but I, I do really care like if he's the guy who hit Chuck and killed him. Which I don't think he is. So, predictions on who is the person who hit Chuck? Um, I don't know. I think it might be Carlos. I think it might be Carlos leaving rehab out of his mind, runs into Chuck, and it just Remember, was though, it was like in the predictions, you see, he says, um, he goes, you think it was me who did it? And it looked so believable, and maybe that's why I'm saying that. But he seemed very offended. And I like, think it's it Carlos that. or Mike. Mm. I think it's one of I think the boys. It was, I think it was Brie. Interesting. Okay, well. And that's why she feels like she has to kill herself? Yeah. I wish on these predictions we had a little quarter jar so that in, in next week's episode or whenever we find out, we can, uh, you know, split up I would say it's about pretty even. 
uh, right now. It's not like one of us is always right, which is good because we always have different It's not opinions. like one of us is always right. Excuse me? I, yeah, I know. I'm so more than you're right. I'm kidding. Um, who the hell knows what's going on? No, it's. Um, I, I think that Brie is definitely a feasible option. But again, I just think that's a little too obvious because we saw her stumbling into the car. We saw her driving away. The next thing we see is Chuck getting hit by a car. I, they, yeah, I know the writers what you mean. of the show don't lead us down a path. I that mean, but easily. Bree's death toll is like way above everyone else's. So, oh, like how many people she's killed or been around their deaths? Interesting. She always seems to be there. Brie is like the black cat in the neighborhood. So when we see Brie, the next scene is always a death scene. Wait, is this case completely dropped now because he's dead? Well, he seems to be the only. So. But but Chuck was really the only detective who was going after this, and and charges were not officially tr- um, filed. He was about to. Right. But we do see. We saw in the tease for next week's episode that the other detective there is now going to come after. Right. See, that's what I'm going to say. They're going to, like, dig in further, see what he was digging for, find that. I don't know if they'll ever get as far as Chuck did, but I think it's going to, like, they're going to be threatened by it. You think by the end of the season we're not going to have some sort of resolution on uh, the this case? You don't think they're going to find anything out or accuse anybody or do you think, think it's just going to be dropped? I'm going to put a prediction out there. Go for it. I think Carlos is going to c- confess. I think it's going to be a part of his rehab rehabilitation oh that's yeah. interesting to save the women Carlos confesses but now he's not in rehab well but remember he's always felt that guilt uh, if we went yeah. back towards the beginning of the uh, yeah. season he had that guilt and then the priest came in uh, Gabby like ca- mm-hmm. <laughs> captured the priest to kind of let him confess to him I yeah. just I, I've just I, I said it at the beginning I just feel like he's going to be the one that he takes a hit for takes everything a hit for everybody and you think the women will like Carlos will modify his story so the women are let off the hook entirely because technically they are even if Carlos confesses and then, yeah. and then says oh and then the women loaded him into the trunk yeah but he and could say him. and then I loaded him in and then I drove him out and nobody knew right yep and I feel like he'll also have a deep moment with Susan again because that was random that they even put the two of them together and almost be like you are guilt free you're not a part of this anymore I'm ta- like taking it from her and that will kind of be her healing of Susan whatever. yeah because Susan's one of the people who feels more guilty. Oh. She, yeah, she's and had they so had that angst. like little random connection <laughs> yeah. over their guilt. Yeah, and then I think either Brie or Lynette is going to die. Oh, wow, Jesse, you going to be got... someone random. Wait, you think I Brie don't think or it's Lynette? Lynette. I don't think it's Lynette, I but I wanted to put Lynette. someone else random. Up I think there. Lynette's going to end up with Tom, so I think more likely it's Brie, especially because she's the only one without significant other potential. Wait a minute, though. Let's think about like overarching themes, though, because the when the series started, it was all about friendship and women on the lane, and, right. you know, neighbors and relating to the average American housewife. Mary Alice kills herself. That's a dramatic thing. Are they really going to end the series? With another major player like Brie dying, that just seems awfully depressing. Especially when Full circle. The two out of the five women would be dead. Two, Edie. Oh, whoa. Three, oh, three out of the six women, if you're counting yeah. Edie and Renee. Oh, so actually, yes, yes. Three out of the six would have died. That's half of the women. Dude. I don't know about that. That's what happens in life. I don't want Brie to die. Marsha Cross seems like a nice woman. That's what happens in life. What about Renee? Uh, she, we could lose her. I like her, but, <laughs> but you got, would if, you if somebody care has to enough die, if she died? Really? No, I see. If Renee dies, only if Brie could get her boy. That sends a bad message that sluts always die. 
<laughs> no, oh. seriously. I think we need to make that a t-shirt. <laughs> Just because you're a whore doesn't mean you deserve to die. Yeah, there was a shirt the other day at a store that said, like, beware of beezies. You know, do you guys use the word beezies? I never use that bitches, word. Beezies. I don't know. My roommate uses it all the time. How, how do you spell that? B-E-E-Z-E-S. Beezies. <laughs> beezies? And that's a substitute for bitches. Yeah, so beezies always die. Well, the beezies. Beezies always die. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe they would. I just think that sends a bad message. Like, if there's well, a young girl out okay, there who really they, wants... Okay, but they, like, kill... Susan, it's the nice person always dies. Maybe they all commit suicide together. Well, here's my other question for (laughs) you. I haven't been really, I don't really know if there was a tie to this, but could they bring Susan's, like, sickness back? Oh. Oh, I, she, we don't, again, we don't have time for her to get cancer again. No, you mean Lynette? Lynette no. to get cancer. But he's no. talking oh, about Susan, Susan with her oh, the kidney thing. Kidney. Yeah. What happened? Dialysis. She, she, well, that's what I wanted to. Oh, ask she, she, she got she the got transplant. It from, oh, she did. Okay. She got the transplant. So could one of her from kidneys Paul's like from from yeah. fall from out Beth. one day, and she would need dialysis? Maybe. I hope not. We don't have time for people to get sick. Girls. How many Jessie, episodes do we have left? We've got friendships to fix and go, people to get new boyfriends. Left, right? No more than that because they go about. I think we probably have twenty-three episodes, don't they? So we so that means we have fourteen episodes 14. left. Start the countdown. I think we're gonna have to start the Desperate Housewives countdown clock. Do we have one of those little replicas of Times Square, the ball in Times Square, Jesse? And if we don't, can we get one by next week? Awesome. Yeah, Thanks. Work. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. Predictions. Yeah. We think Tom and Lynette will get back. Who knows who killed Chuck with the car? Inadvertently or purposely? We don't know. Not inadvertently. Oh, that was a hit. Roxy, cell phones these days, iPhones, it could have been someone mapping out where the closest, like, Applebee's yeah, is. Yeah, but they didn't stop. They didn't hesitate for a minute after. They did not stop. They kept going. Full. Well, again, like, roads these days are very bumpy. You could easily, like, oh, hit someone and think it was a pothole. Oh, was that a person? I doubt it. It was I probably he, just a pothole. I think he's just being difficult tonight. Listen, all I'm You're saying. You're so argumentative. You are the devil's advocate tonight. We need... <laughs> we need a devil's advocate in this room. I just don't think it's that cut and dry. I don't think it's Brie got out yeah. of the car, ran him over, and that's that. We shall see. We shall see. All right, folks. Well, I think we're out of time, and as much as we'd love to stick around, we've got 5 a.m. wake-up calls. You girls are in finals, the whole thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Good luck <laughs> with that. So by next week's episode, will you be done with all your schoolwork? Yes. No. I will be done. I will have... No. You'll have... I will still have three more finals after. Oh, woof. Woof, woof. Okay, I'll well... I'll be home and happy. Well, at least, uh, uh, at least yeah. After Buzz will be a nice little break from your studies, that right? That is true. Okay, guys. Well, Love Roxy it. Stryer, Sarah Stretton, DJ Jesse in the booth. I'm Derek Shore, our producer, Phil. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And by everyone, I mean all two of you. And uh, After we'll the see- period story, <laughs> one of you. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, I hope. Take it easy. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.